What's up? We're back. Hey, it's me, Rex McKenzie, your host for One Life Left, the text-based adventurer on a quest to play all the text-based games and share them with you while giving some very terrible, colorful commentary. I don't know why I just stated my bio to you, but I did. It happened. So, we're back. Episode 3, and we're jumping into Chapter 2, which I totally forgot the name of, and because of the nature of this game, I can't go backwards and see what the title of Chapter 2 is. So if you watch Episode 2, I think I said it in that, so you can, you'll have to go back and listen there, because I don't remember what the title of Chapter 2 is, but I know we're in Chapter 2, and we are, again, playing Choice of Robots by Kevin Gold, the PhD doctor of something, okay, or another. Uh, I still haven't heard what he's a doctor of from him or anyone else that knows. Okay, so before we go into it, let's uh, check over our stats, right? So it's still 2019, so we haven't made it a year yet in the story. Um, Remember, we're 24 years old. Uh, Our name is Alan... Kwani, we are, our humanity is at 75%. I, I don't know if, if we're slowly becoming a robot or if we're just losing our humanity in general. But apparently the choices we've made have brought us from 90 down to 75. So somewhere in everything we've done so far from from the box-headed, Wally tank, T-Rex-armed little robot to Hawaiian shirt douche all the way back to Kissing Ellie and making all kinds of romantic mistakes, we have lost 25% of our humanity. Uh, no fame. We are unknown. And uh, we're, we're just getting by with our wealth. It's at a one. I would project that at being less than getting by. <laughs> but apparently the game is uh, telling us otherwise. So getting by. That's good. That sounds like above the poverty line. I'm okay. I feel successful. Um... Robot Wally is five in autonomy, so in beta. It's in beta on everything. Six on military, seven on empathy. Well, no, 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 I'm sorry. Grace, it's very clumsy. We're still pretty, you know, Wally's still pretty clumsy, even though we haven't started Wally up yet. Uh, very buggy on the Grace side. Only a three, okay? Seven in empathy, six in military, and, and again, five in autonomy. So anyway, that's where we're at. And uh, no achievements. I thought we had one. Hold on. Oh, wait. We've unlocked one. We got five points. Electrified a pickle. How romantic. (laughs) The achievement was pickled. Everybody, clap your hands. Pat yourself on the back. Congratulations. You electrified a pickle, and you got five life points. Like, points in life for doing that. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan in this. We've, We've done... We're doing great things right now. All right. Let's... Let's... Let's jump into it. So, chapter two, we're gonna... We're going to get right into the game. The next day, you take Wally's frame to the Stanford hackerspace, which has more tools for electronics than the fabrication shop. None of the other students are around in the morning on a Sunday, but the long stainless steel workbenches are littered with their strange half-finished projects. A half-disassembled Furby, a potato gun, a circuit board connected to a house plant. <laughs> so... We're just over here doing like, like, ten year ahead science with AI, and and there everybody else in the lab is just stuck on fourth grade science fair. <laughs> nice, yes. 
Uh, Ellie knows you'll need a little time with the motors, so she is coming in later. You begin assembling the motors and wires that will power Wally's frame. What will you use for a power source? Okay, we got four options, everybody. First option, a car battery. It's big and bulky, but also inexpensive and locally made. A motorcycle battery, not quite as bulky nor as powerful as the car battery. A biodiesel engine, good for the environment, and everybody likes the smell of french fries. <laughs> Cell phone batteries made in China, lightweight and cheap while providing reasonable power, clearly the best choice for a dex dexterous robot. Uh, guys, we're going to go with the biodiesel engine. I love the smell of french fries, so that's what we're choosing. I want to see what unfolds here. You're more environmentally and socially conscious than most inventors, ready to sacrifice some elegance in the name of saving the planet. Don't get me wrong, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I really just wanted the french fry smell. You know, fuck the planet. <laughs> I'm kidding. Save the planet. Save the planet. It's good. It's good. But seriously, french fry smell. That's the most important thing here. You have your buckets full of leftover grease from nearby fast food restaurants all ready to go. People, people near Wally will find his smell of McDonald's french fries strangely comforting. So plus two to empathy. I am making this robot very, very empathetic. This robot wants to nuzzle you every time it feels your sadness. It wants to comfort you. Wally loves you. <laughs> You'll need a lot of motors to be able to power your full robot. In addition to the motors he needs when he rolls and the motors to power his T-Rex arms, he also needs motors for moving his head and eyes. But after specking out the power available to you, you can still splurge by adding extra motors in one place. What will it be? We got three options, okay? Extra degrees of freedom in the face for realistic facial expressions. I feel bad about Wally's short arms. I will add telescoping joints to them. Uh, I would prefer to save the power for Wally's mind. Oh... I really gravitated to the arm thing because I understand being a, a Rex myself that small arms and a big head, it's, you accept it and you, you love yourself, but you understand that that also creates a whole lot of problems, not just, not just in the, in the, in the, in the mental and the social sense, but also in the physical limitations. So I really want to go with the middle one, but giving it to his mind seems like we will run into a lot more fun choices later down the road so i don't know here uh the facial expressions that just sounds funny but we can't see them so what the fuck good is that <laughs> uh uh we're gonna go with the arms because i thought about it first and hope that this still leads to some fun shit that happens okay here we go you feel a little bad about making a robot who can't aspire to play an instrument <laughs> besides the ukulele <laughs> You decide to add some telescoping joints to Wally's arms, allowing him to extend his arms long distances. As you work on this, you realize that telescoping arms afford a huge benefit over human arms in a variety of situations. Your robots should your oh your robots should be very use your robots should be very useful in the kitchen, the operating room, and military command centers. So we get a plus one to empathy, plus two to grace, and a plus one to military. Cool. Cool. So just like an overall thing here, but empathy's still just winning the race. You suspect you wouldn't have thought you. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold, I I've got to learn to fucking read. Give me a second. Everyone, calm down. Okay, here we go. You suspect you wouldn't have thought of telescoping joints if you hadn't made Wally's arm short to begin with. But you often find you're more creative when you give yourself arbitrary constraints to work around. <laughs> that just sounds like more work. Alan, what the fuck, man? 
that is not what Rex would do. But luckily, you're not me. You're better than me. So here we go. It's about lunchtime when Ellie enters the hackerspace wearing a red blouse and polka dot skirt fit for the summery weather outside. She's carrying a translucent blue container full of stuffed grape leaves. When she sets down on the countertop... Wait, 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 wait. Jesus, fuck. (laughs) I screwed that and... Hold on. I need a drink of beer. Give me a second. Yes. Yeah. I do drink while recording podcasts. Fucking audio, anal retentive nerds. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. That was too much. I, I just really like the taste of a drink in my mouth while I'm talking through a microphone. Okay, we're back. She's carrying a translucent blue container full of stuffed grape leaves, which she sets down on the countertop of half-finished projects. Hey, Alan, she says. I thought you might have forgotten about lunch, so I brought extra for you. She looks at Wally's frame with interest, like raised eyebrows and and a half wink and a stare. All right, three choices here. What are you working on, Ellie? You brought lunch for me? Thank you. You shouldn't have. Hang on. I was in the middle of a thought. God. (laughs) I'm not... No, I'm definitely not going with the last one, just because after the move we made last night, that's not smart, okay? We don't want to we don't want to royally fuck this up before we get too far into what could be a beautiful love story. So we're going to go with, because uh, she brought lunch, what would she be working on? I ca- I'm curious what she's working on. I don't know if she said that. Did I miss it up here? I don't know, blue container full of stuffed grape leaves. Isn't that what we're eating, or is that a project? I don't know. I want to know what she's working on. I'm curious. Let's go. She smiles, pleased that you should take an interest. I figured I could work on my own project while you work. I'm making a soil sensor. The Calathea ornata can get root-bound quickly, and it's finicky about its micronutrients. So this controller is going to do a little pressure sensing and a little nutrient sensing. It's easy to forget that Ellie also went to MIT except when she reminds you like this. You didn't quite realize gardening had its own technical jargon, and you're a little too embarrassed to admit that you don't know what root-bound means. That almost seemed like a simultaneous simultaneous insult to Ellie and to yourself. <laughs> Alan, what the fuck, man? <laughs> We've got to work on this. We're going to have a heart-to-heart really soon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Ellie examines Wally's body. It's kind of cute, She's, she says. I've got to hand it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I love this dialogue. I love choice of games. I want to hug every person that works there. Thanks, you say. You take your smartphone out of your pocket and snap it into place in the core of the robot's frame. Ellie looks on with dismay. Aren't you ever planning on calling anyone again? I can always get a new one, you say. You then put your you then put the tiny periscope in place while that will wait, wait, wait. You then put the tiny periscope in place that will channel light from the robot's ostensible eyes to your smartphone's camera. You start up the app that will bring a robot fully to life. A barbershop pole progress bar inches across the screen as the program systematically destroys all the other information on your phone to make room for Wally's working memory. As the program is booting, you place Wally on the Formica floor so that he's ready to move around. When Wally's brain is done booting up, your smartphone screen is simply a big red button on your robot's back that says, Go. Oh, that's funny, and then we have a button that says, Go. 
creative. I like it. Let's go. Wally slowly raises, then lowers his T-Rex arms. He then makes a motion as if he's gathering energy near his chest to throw a fireball, but strikes an imploring pose instead. It's doing Tai Chi, Ellie says, nonplussed. Plussed? Did I say that right? Let me know if I said non-N-O-N-P-L-U-S-S-E-D. Someone tell me if I said that right. If not, tell me, send a voice memo on how to actually say that. Why is it doing Tai Chi? <laughs> it's sort of traditional in Japan to show off new robots' grace of movement by having them do interpretive dance, you explain. It seemed like a good idea for letting him learn his motor parameters in a controlled way. Plus, if he does this whenever he wakes up in the morning, it's good practice for his motor control. Plus one to grace. Fuck yeah. Wally completes his Tai Chi warm-up with grace. Ellie claps. <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, clap, 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 clap. I, I don't, guys, I don't have, I don't, I have a microphone and a computer here. All right. Don't, don't expect extra sound effects yet. I'm not at that point or stage. You feel pretty good about that. A whole flawless run the first time out means that your motor control code is pretty great. All right. All right. Sorry, sorry, making sure everything was still running properly for this whole setup of, of doing this episode. We're back. Okay, here we go. Done with his Tai Chi forms, Wally rolls up to Ellie. Ellie cautiously waits for Wally to approach. The robot does so and extends a tiny T-Rex hand. Ellie relaxes and offers her hand. Ellie, pleased to meet you, Wally. They shake. Is... Master all right for what Wally calls you. Okay, so, oh, sorry. I was confused. I thought, I didn't know if Wally was speaking yet. Okay, and I haven't, because I haven't really, I'm going to come, I'm gonna come up with a voice on the fly. That's how I'm doing this whole thing. Uh, is Master all right for what Wally calls you? Yes, classic. <laughs> no, Wally should call me by my first name. I prefer Sensei. A simple sir will do. I'd like to type exactly what my robot should call me. Oh, God, what do we, what do we do? Um... Uh, I don't know. Bigger Wally? No, because we're not a robot. That's not funny. I thought that was fun. I'm trying to think of something funny. Um, hmm. Maybe, maybe we do. Like, no, T. That's not funny. I don't want to say. Uh, Master might work just because it's so. It's so. I want to say, is ostentatious the right word? I'm going to look that up real quick. Hold on. I want to see if I use that correctly. For some reason, I'm feeling like it's it's an ostentatious thing to do. If I didn't use that correctly, everyone make fun of me in the comments. Characterized by vulgar or pretentious display designed to impress or attract notice. Yeah, that, that fits, actually. It's an ostentatious thing to do, and I was saying that because I, I think that's what makes it funny, uh, kind of, is that it's kind of too douchey to truly do. But we're going to do it anyway. So is Master all right for what Wally called? Yeah, we're going to do Master just because I think I think it'll help unfold some future dialogue. That'll be awesome. You had initialized this variable to Master without really thinking about it. But it feels right. You justify this by telling yourself that people will not be as afraid of a robot that clearly recognizes your authority. <laughs> Plus one to empathy. All right. I don't know how. Wow. Okay. Master, I, I like the sound of that. Yes, Master. I I'm impressed by how far you've come, Ellie tells you. I didn't know your robots could speak. 
Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Why didn't... If this was the first time Wally was speaking, I need to know that. I'm not 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 a negative thing. I'm just confused. I don't know if I said that or if or if Alan said that or if I should have said that in Wally's voice. Under that, yes, master. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, so, ma master, I like the sound of that. Was Alan, and then then Wally said, "Yes, master." Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna redo that real quick. Uh. I know this is all happening live through the app, through the recording, but uh, forgive me. I told you this was going to be terrible. This is your fault for listening. Okay, here we go. Master, I like the sound of that. Yes, master. Oh, that's a that's a terrible, terrible. Yes, master. No, that's still bad. Should we do a robot voice or should we? Master, I like I like the sound of that. Yes, master. Yeah, we'll just do that. I'm impressed by how far you've come, Ellie tells you. I didn't know your robot could speak. These are still mostly stock phrases I programmed in, you say. I need to train him to speak for real soon. You should show Josh, Ellie says. He'll be so excited. You shrug. Eh, maybe I will. She gives you a kiss, which ends up turning into several kisses. She grins. Oh. Then an idea strikes Ellie. Hey, are you interested in coming along with me to a volunteering event? What's it about, you ask? It's teaching science to elementary school kids. She points at Wally. You could show them Wally. That would be perfect. Now would be a good time to show Wally to Josh to see whether he's interested in funding his further development. Now would be a good time to show Wally to Josh to see whether he's interested in funding his further development. Uh, okay. So is that just, that was just the, the kind of letting me know that? Okay. All right, okay, well, okay, so after that, then we've got f five options. I should show Josh, I should show the robot to Josh. Uh, sure, let's go help some kids together. I don't know much about kids. Is, is Like, we could say that to her. I should fix the little things I noticed during the demo before I forget. I should probably get a new phone in case mom wants to call tonight. I'd rather start teaching Wally words. <laughs> I should probably get a new phone again. <laughs> so suddenly we do care about who we talk to, and our mom is the first one. Not not a bad... That makes sense, actually. I mean, mothers worry, so I have one. She does. I get it. Uh, I mean, I would love to help the kids. I didn't know Josh was funding this. That's a new development. Are we going to learn more about that? Isn't Josh the friend? The old flame of Ellie? Like, or is this going to turn into a mano y mano? Like, is he going to be the anti... Or the, the, you know, the antagonist? Like, or maybe... At least the at least an, the deuteragonist, right? Is that it, or is it, or an anti-hero? I don't know. I don't know what uh, literal literary term I'm looking for there. Hmm. I, I feel like we should fix the things we noticed during the demo before we forget, just because then everything will be. I feel like we can do that and then still do something else, but let's let's see what happens. We're going to fix a little things. You noticed throughout the test that some things were off in, in the way Wally moved. The distribution of weight wasn't quite what your simulations predicted. The longer Wally has ill-fitting parts, the longer he'll get used to moving around with them, and the harder it will be for you to change his body. Sorry, I've got to stay here and fix things before Wally gets too used to this body, you tell Ellie. Ellie shrugs. Okay, no problem. 
She gives you a peck on the cheek, then she heads out the door. You spend the rest of the day fiddling with the CAD files, printing replacement parts and seeing how Wally moves around with them. By the time you're done, you've yet again stayed up very late. But when Wally rolls, there's now a precision in his stops and starts. When he raises his T-Rex arms, he does so with style. Your attention to the perfection of form is paid off, and you go to sleep happy. Plus two to motherfucking grace. Oh yeah! Ain't gonna be a clumsy bitch no more. Congratulations, Wally. Okay. The next day, the new semester begins. Though you're past the point of taking classes, you're a teaching assistant, and that means instead of doing one homework assignment, you're grade 50. You're a teaching assistant. That means instead of doing one homework assignment, you're grade 50. Like grade 50? Like that's like my level title? Or is my grade 50? Because that's failing. And I am not a failure. I am a master scientist. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, you also find yourself needing to do some remedial natural language instruction with Wally at the Stanford Child Study Center, teaching him the words for basic nouns and verbs. You'd meant to do it that weekend before classes started, but time just ran out. You're also busy writing a grant proposal for the National Science Foundation, trying to get an alternate source of funding that doesn't involve the military. Grant proposals are very long, it seems, and require you to make a lot of claims about things you don't actually know yet. Between your other time commitments, you're in danger of hardly seeing Ellie at all. You had thought of yourself as developing a romance with Ellie, but it doesn't seem to be happening in practice. Okay, we got three options. We'll just have to see each other a little less frequently. I'm really busy. I shouldn't be putting so much time into my advisor's grants. I shouldn't be spending so much time on Wally. Ellie is a real person after all. Okay, fuck. I love our robot. I mean, Wally, he's like our child. He's a beautiful, beautiful creation who deserves to live his best life, and we have to give that to him. Uh, we're not doing less frequently, so I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take the grants away and get military funding instead. You know, fuck it. Wally's just gonna become a, a weapon of mass destruction. Here we go. You don't really see why you should be spending so much effort writing grants and sections of grants for Professor Ziegler. This is not the education you signed up for. You begin phoning it in a little bit when it comes to these documents in an attempt to salvage your personal life. As a result, you start to see Ellie Morgan and you feel comfortable referring to her as your significant other. You soon realize that while you're busy, Wally could be learning from the internet. The most important thing for machine learning is more data, and there's a lot of it out there. Lately, there have been a lot of custom hard drives on the market that are good at quickly retrieving particular kinds of information. What sort of hard drive did you order for Wally's long-term memory? Okay, we got three options, guys. A media-enhanced hard drive good for quickly recalling faces and memories of events. A multi-blade hard drive that can efficiently store and query a giant amount of data. An encrypted and tamper-proof hard drive making it more difficult for Wally to be tampered with or reverse-engineered. Oh, that first... There's, there's good things to all of this. A giant amount of data is nice. I mean, he can just do so much with that. Quickly remembering faces and memories of events is going to help him in terms of, you know, developing, I don't know, AI consciousness, if that's what we're going for. But uh, I like not, him not being tampered with or reverse engineered, especially if we're going to continue, to, if our funding is going to come from military, if that's about to continue because of the whole, like, you know, fuck the grant thing, then uh, I think we're going to go with encrypted and tamper-proof and just say, you know, fuck the giant data, fuck memories of events and faces. Wally is just going to be like, you're a blob, you're a blob. You're a kind of cool blob. You're a real piece of shit blob. Good. Here we go. Both in business and on the battlefield, it can be important not to leak secrets. 
Wally will have a hard drive that will give miscreants a hard time in reverse engineering your design. Plus two to military. However, encryption and decryption is slow, and sometimes there will be a noticeable lag before Wally can retrieve relevant memories, so it's a minus one to grace. You lay Wally on your kitchen table, unbox the hard drive, and hook it up on his back. He squirms and flails his T-Rex arms as you do this. I don't, I don't know. That was like supposed to be kind of a robot squirming sound, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> I haven't practiced that a whole lot in my life, so don't judge me. Now it's time for Wally to learn about the great wide world. You sit Wally down on one of your kitchen chairs and plug him into your apartment's high-speed internet jack. How will Wally rapidly learn a lot about the world? Okay, four options. He will trawl the internet randomly, devouring whatever information he finds most interesting. He will watch a ton of television programming and movies from the internet and fast forward. <laughs> he will undergo a classic K-12 through educational curriculum. He will quickly play all paths of a giant corpus of interactive fiction games. Oh, he will quickly play all paths of a giant corpus of interactive fiction games. Oh, that's nice. Ode to the game we're playing. Very cool, I think. I don't know what corpus... A giant corpus, I'm assuming, is like a pod of whales? Maybe? Kind of the same kind of whatever those things are called? of interactive fiction games. Just a bunch of interactive fiction games like the one we're playing. I get it, though. That's very cool. I like that. Good ode to the to what we're doing. Um, I kind of like the first one, trawling through the internet randomly, devouring whatever's interesting. Although that does kind of seem like he could go off the rails and do his own fucking thing. Just take his own ideals in, make his own assumptions, and that's scary because he's a robot, and we're only fragile meat sacks. Here we go. There isn't much to see as Wally sits there ingesting information, but you've added debug statements to the learning program that will cause Wally to occasionally report what he learns, just to make sure that the learning hasn't gotten caught in a loop or stalled. The first thing Wally blurts is, When you die in Canada, you die in real life. True, you suppose. <laughs> I like that voice so much better. <laughs> Wally goes on a list on to list a fair number of facts about Canada. He's apparently rather worried about the prospect of dying in Canada. He goes on about the difference between Canada and the United States, particularly as they relate to death. Then he says, The United States has not waged a just war since 1945, with the exception of the Bosnian War. You knew this was possible, that Wally would just start ingesting people's opinions, but statistically the factual thing should win over pure opinion, you, you think. The United States is becoming a police state, Big Brother is watching. You realize you're driving yourself crazy by sitting here listening to this output, which will be only a tiny portion of the overall data. You decide to take a long walk around Stanford's campus. It's a nice day out, and when you return, Wally has moved on to the topic of which vegetables go best in a savory crepe. <laughs> That's awesome. But for better or for worse, Wally appears to be ingesting the spirit of the internet. Obsessed, obsessed with minutia, occasionally factually incorrect, and mistrustful of authority. So, minus one to military, plus two to autonomy. Which is kind of what I assumed. You leave the program running overnight. When you wake up the next morning, you ask Wally, How do you feel? Confused and angry, says Wally, but also smart. <laughs> That may describe 97% of everyone that uses the internet. That is amazing. We are all confused and angry, but feel like we're the smartest in the world. I love it. Choice of games, again, fantastic writing. You're ecstatic. You never program Wally to say anything like that. 
Is the United States a good guy or a bad guy, Master? Well, yes, I am confused about this. Some people seem very convinced one, convinced one way or the other. Wally is even trying to make ethical decisions. This is all very exciting, but what will you say? All right, Frankenstein, let's, uh, what are we doing here? Three choices. The United States is a good guy. Wally, we inspire people all over the world to strive for equity, equality and justice. We protect people who can't protect themselves. Uh, second is the United States is a bad guy. We're the only country to have ever destroyed whole cities with nuclear weapons. We wage war without provocation, and we keep our wealth to ourselves instead of sharing it. Third, the United States government in itself is neither good nor evil. It is simply powerful, and the people in it choose every day to use that power for good. Yeah, we're going with the last one. I'm not about to just turn this into, like, AI goes off the rails. That's too quick. I want this to happen slowly and let him figure this out. It's more fun that way. It seems that it is good to be powerful. Wally Ventures, yes, you say darkly. The optimal strategy appears to be to become powerful first and decide whether to be good or evil later. <laughs> Wally says, I am getting a huge Grandma's Boy vibe from this voice, and I'm loving it. Because he, that character in the fucking nerd, like master nerd who's creepy as shit, the evil antagonist, creepy master nerd, genius nerd, in Grandma's Boy is one of my favorite antagonists ever. So I love that that's what this sounds, this sounds like his fucking robot voice right now. Are you planning to become powerful then? You say to Wally, slightly amused. Wally nods and says earnestly, yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And it begins. Plus three to autonomy, plus one to military. Okay. You establish a habit of bringing Wally with you to your office during the day so that he can make use of Stanford's high-speed internet connection while you write and grade papers. You then usually go to some public space after work, public space after work so that Wally can play around in the real world. Where do you take Wally? We can go to the park playground, the shooting range, or the dump. So the park playground, Wally will enjoy the playground equipment and should learn to play well with others. The shooting range, Wally should learn to fire a gun. Oh, fuck. The dump. Wally could help me look for some for spare parts. Um, I mean, there's pros and cons to all of these. I mean, of course, the the safe route would be the playground. Maybe he develops a whole lot more empathy and and ends up being, you know, you know, fond of people enough that one day when he does go off the rails and we turn him into this godlike AI, which is assuming I, I assume this may go that way, depending on how I keep answering these questions. He may choose like, oh, well, this person's not terrible, terrible. I won't completely erase their existence. Or I like the dump. I'm not doing the shooting range. That's immediately we're going straight into World War X territory here. Uh, the dump. Wally could help me look for Let's go with the dump. I like the dump. You originally decided to go to the dump to procure spare parts for Wally, but Wally seems perfectly happy to treat the various broken things lying around as toys. The first time he tries to turn on the faucet to a discarded sink, you get an idea. You modify Wally's code to encourage him to play pretend. You play house and doctor and cops and robbers and end up perhaps having too good a time for the dump. So plus two to empathy. You think Wally is also getting better at finding things in rubble, which might prove useful one day. Plus one to military. You finish your grant proposal for the National Science Foundation, promising a robot that will be able to understand human emotion better than any robot that has come before. A few weeks later, you find a form letter email in your inbox. We're sorry to inform you. Many excellent applications this year. Encourage you to apply again. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. 
A few weeks later, oh wait, we already read that. Discouragingly, you find that many of the reviewers talk about your advisor instead of you. Some of them barely seem literate, while others seem erudite but just didn't pay attention to what you wrote. The one thing that strikes you is directly is directly aimed at you, though, is that a few of the reviewers essentially say that your work could be more focused. You're interested in too many things, one says. Science is about studying a very specific problem to death. It sounds like your robot wants to do everything. You close your email client and sigh. Oh, crap. I don't know what I, I, don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> You're in your office, and Wally is seated in your every ever-absent office mate's chair with his eyes closed, listening to the information flowing through his Ethernet cable. Do you want to do... Do you want to do and try everything, Wally? He peeks through one open eye. Yes, master. You nod. Me too. Wow. Wow, there's a lot... lot happening there. Uh, alright, I... Yeah, I'm gonna... We're gonna call it, guys. Episode 3 has been kind of a... That's been a, it's been rousing, all right? That was a good way to end it, knowing that now, we now know that Alan and Wally want to do everything. So, it's cool, good things, good things. Uh, let me know for anyone that listens. Uh, I don't know, I, I may, I'll probably have made, like, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever get listeners, and if I do, they'll, they'll, we'll probably be, like, way ahead on, like, four, four games from now whenever I get actually get some listeners, but if I should do, I don't know if I should do preview, like, uh, episode recaps or not. Just in case, I feel like that would be good. So I don't know. Maybe I'll start doing that. But anyway, I'm I'm having fun, guys. I'm enjoying this immensely. Uh, so comment, uh, send any any love, any questions, any business inquiries, any hate. Uh, the number one, and then the word one. Life left at gmail.com. So one life left at gmail.com with the number one at the beginning of that all together. And uh, yeah, I I will answer as much as I can. Uh, right now, it'll be pretty easy, uh, but always we'll try to answer everything. Uh, Twitter, one life left. Tumblr, one life left. Well, one uh, underscore life underscore left. And then uh, Castbox Anchor, the whole works, the nine yards. And I love you. I love you all. Keep listening. Keep calling me names and making fun of me and either loving it or hating it. Okay? And enjoy everything. Hopefully, you become autonomous and uh, a fully functioning robot soon. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.